What's going on, everybody? This is Dragon Wolf Tech with Mr. Doja, and welcome to Ask a Brother podcast. Today, we're going to be asking a brother about Ninja 3, the domination. Mr. Doja, how you doing? Man, I am. I was doing a lot better before I had to sit through this shit show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as a kid, our older brother James, rest in peace, and I would watch these movies. Started with Enter the Ninja, then Revenge of the Ninja. Now we have Ninja 3 to Domination. Show Kazuki is the star of the first two movies. He's actually the hero in this one. Uh, the movie stars, um, what is her name? Cinda Dickey. Cinda Dickey from Breaking. Dickey from Breaking. In Breaking 2, she played Electric. Kelly. No, no, no. When you say Breaking 2, you have to say it right. No, no. She was in Electric Boogaloo, but the first one was, oh, I'm sorry, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Got you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she's the token white girl from the Breaking movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, she... Yeah. So... All right. Movie itself. <laughs> uh, ninja that goes around. The movie starts out with the ninja going into a golf course and just starts slicing people up for no apparent reason. Okay, okay, okay. Broad daylight in an open field. <laughs> Dude, this this movie is just horrible. They started it's okay from the opening credits. To the ending credits movie was a shit show. But we got we gotta do this because we gotta <laughs> give the people what they want. So well, here we go. All right. So now a couple of issues with the first seat. And just the first seat. He there's one guy he kills with a blow with a dart, a blow dart, uh, I think that's what they're called, and into yeah. his the barrel of his gun and makes a gun explode. <laughs> man, it's so many problems with this goddamn movie, man. <laughs> um, it just happened. I just saw it right now. Yeah. So, again, so he slices people up with a police show up on the scene. First, he kills the security guards yes. when they just have walkie talkies. So they're freaking mall cops with flip flops and flashlights. And there's about eight of them? No, the, the security guards was two. And then he runs off, and then they call the cops, and the cops show up. Well, no, the 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 guy he was after had his own security detail. Well, that that's the part I was getting. There at. were there so, were like six of them. So the reason why he killed the dude, the dude is a scientist. Okay. I don't know what he did to piss this dude off, <laughs> but he was a scientist, and that's why he got offed. So okay. now the the part that. Of this scene that cracks me up is the fact that he's the dude's trying to get away in a golf cart. Now, I I, I don't know if you've ever been to a golf course. Yes, I have. Golf carts don't go very fast, <laughs> so it's like where you going? Dude. So you know, now they they go fast enough to get from point A to B rather faster than if you're. Um, running i mean it, if you're walking right it, that's why they're there but if i'm trying to escape from my life being in a golf course is not gonna get me very far <laughs> but again i'm gonna cut that part out <laughs> no leave that leave that because it's just facts so in the midst of him chasing a dude down in his golf cart he stabs the broad in the back that's riding with him, and you can tell that he's not even trying to hide the fact that he slid the sword behind her back. Right. It's like they didn't even try. They had it's like, okay, we're gonna hire people to do stunt acting, but we're not gonna pay him any real money, so we're gonna get who we can get. You know what I'm saying? It was it, they didn't even try, dude. It was, it was horrible. Well, okay, hang on. I just saw. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I mean. I got to back up a bit because I think I just saw something even stupider. <laughs> Dude, this right. movie is horrible, bro. So he's picking up the car. 
All right, so the golf the guy in the golf cart is trying to escape with the, with his girlfriend. Yeah. The ninja grabs the golf cart and picks it up off, off the ground. Now the the he he the girl starts to run and he runs up behind her, slices her arm. No blood. Uh, and then he okay, there's the blood. <laughs> but you know she had to grab her arm to put the blood pack on there though. Put the blood pack on there, yeah, yeah. And it's obvious. That's the killer part. It's so freaking obvious, man. <laughs> so so damn that. Damn that. The golf cart slice the chicks, life you do whatever. The part that really gets my goat about this first scene, the first part of this movie, is the police. Oh, you mean all you mean the entire LAPD? Dude, it's not even that bad. <laughs> First of all, they all have this. Okay, so you got cops getting out of cars with motorcycle helmets on. I noticed that. It was only two bikes, but it yeah. was like six cops with motorcycle helmets on. Yeah. They all have shotguns and pistols and can't nobody hit the ninja. Granted, he's a ninja. He's not even dodging bullets. He's standing there. Well, we're not even talking about the fact that they found him in this big-ass golf course like that. <laughs> you know, it's like you know exactly where to go, huh? All right. So they shooting at him, they're chasing him, chasing him down. He can't catch him in a police car, they can't catch him on two motorcycles. And granted, they're using the same two motorcycle cops for the same for different scenes. Over and over again. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he keeps killing the same cops. Anyway, so they can't catch him. This dude puts his little ninja rope around a tree, swings around it, lands on top of the police car. The cop shoots at him through the roof and with a shotgun, hits him, doesn't fall. Ninja takes the sword out, stabs the cop through the back. He grabs his back. (laughs) Then he punches through the other side of the roof and kills the other cop. Right. Well, don't and don't forget that the cops are chasing him. He's on foot. I call shenanigans. I call shenanigans. <laughs> this is bullshit. <coughs> All right. So the movie is all right. For the people, let's get a little backstory on the movie. Because watching this movie is just gonna make your brain swell. Um it's by Canon Group who are the same people, Canon Films, who are the same people that put out uh, Delta Force, American Ninja, uh, Missing in Action, all that stuff. And they're basically tough guy movies. Yo, Chuck Norris, were, dude, Chuck Norris had like seven freaking movies that he did. Well, my thing about all of these movies is the fact that, you know, well, for the Chuck Norris stuff, how many times this dude went back to Vietnam by himself? (laughs) He's the one with the freaking fist in his beard, bro. I honestly believe he can knock you out with his beard. He he doesn't push, he doesn't do push-ups, he pushes the earth away from him. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Chuck Norris is the goat, man. But... so, oh, is, go ahead. So, okay, so that that's just giving a backstory on the company that made this, so that you have an idea of the of, shit shows they create. Right. They do. They do be action movies. Yeah. Right? But in their defense, they did Breaking One and Two, and I love those movies. Those are classics. <laughs> All right. Now, ain't no stopping us. No one does it better. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So. All right. So the thing about TKO, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well. Okay. Because we got a couple of there's a couple of things that this movie uh, makes me remember about other stuff because you know with Breaking, uh, she was supposed to be like the the new girl in town, the fish out of water. No, 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 not the new girl in town. She was the rich white girl that went down to the hood to help them learn how to dance. Well, no, well, oh, yes, yes. I mean, I mean that's that's what I mean. Like, she's show she's you not, my ballerina moves, and right? Well, like, she's, not, she's not from there, is what I mean. Okay, and then she goes and she starts hanging out with Turbo and Ozone. And- <laughs> 
you leave Boogaloo Shrimp and Alfonso alone, man. You know what? I didn't do that to them. They did it to themselves. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, if I was to ever meet Boogaloo and, and Ozone, dog, I would be in awe. <laughs> them cats, was, they shaped my childhood, dog. You know what? I will... I will say that those movies, as silly as they were, they're very entertaining. Very entertaining. They're not boring. I'll, I'll put it that way. Ice-T uh, was in the movies, for God's sake. Ice-T was there with his big-ass uh, ski glasses. Exactly. He had to do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Cannon Group also did Cyborg with John claude Van Damme. Lord Jesus. That they did more movie. than one movie with him, though. Yes, they did. Uh, because I think they did Lionheart. <clears throat> they did uh, or Bloodsport, one of them. It was Bloodsport, but let me see. I saw it here somewhere that they did Robotech. Robotech, the cartoon, the cartoon, the American version. Don't doubt it. Yeah, no, not doubt it. <clears throat> we're, we're, I'm, I'm reading through their thing real quick. Hang on. Uh, they did the Captain America movie. Oh, another shit show! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, M F and G. Not the, uh, not the, not the Captain America we all know, and love guys. Dude, <laughs> move on, please move on. You about to make me cry, bro? No, hang on, oh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> not done yet. Hang on. Uh, they did uh. Uh, they did Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Another shit show. Come on. Let's uh, stick to topic, bro. Let's talk about this crappy movie we're watching right now, bro. Because you keep bringing up painful memories of childhood, <laughs> and I do not like you for it. Oh, man. Uh, all right. God damn it. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. They did Robotech the movie. Which was a bastardized version of the Robotech Macross. Um, I, mean, I remember they didn't have none of the main characters in it, and it didn't have anything to do with, and and it had different robots and everything. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, a shit show. <laughs> All so right, Canon Films, known for a shit show. There we go. Yeah, Canon. Canon is a. Canon did some interesting work. Yeah. Um, they get props for two movies. <laughs> <laughs> so with Ninja, okay, because I never, I've never seen the first two. I've seen all three of them. Okay, I, 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 I knew there was some supernatural element to it because she basically becomes possessed by his spirit. Yes. Right. So the thing that I found interesting about that was. Was he some type of sorcerer? Some type of uh, so, wizard? I mean, how how can he do that? They never now, it just happened. Ninjas the myth of ninjas is that they're able to like the throwing the bomb thing and them disappearing ain't them jumping nowhere. They physically supposed to disappear is what folks are thinking. That's what they're thinking, yeah. Yeah, so just like in the movie, when he dropped the thing and he, the cops, oh, we got to find him, and then he was buried under the dirt. How the hell he bury himself that quick? You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So ninjas are supernatural beings. Um, so he did some kind of enchantment to get his spirit out of his body into her body. Mm-hmm. And remember, the cops shot him up, and he didn't die. That's when he dropped the bomb, and then they ran off thinking right. they had to find him, and then he was on his verge of dying. And then they show her climbing a telephone pole and shaking her curly blonde, uh, brown hair. Well, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hang on. For the people listening, they didn't just shoot him. He was surrounded in a pit by at least 20 cops with different kinds of guns, and he barely shed an inch of an, an ounce of blood. He didn't shed <laughs> any blood. His eye was black. <laughs> and he had holes in his ninja outfit. Right, but there was no blood. And this dude was getting lit up point blank by shotguns. Man. Stuff should have been flying off. <laughs> uh, so, something I just noticed. 
Now, before she started climbing the pole as her, I mean, uh, before she climbed the pole and her, you know, when they announced her scene or whatever, yeah. why she turned on a boombox and started playing? She turned on a boombox. Yes, she did. A like breakdancing-esque music. Right. Well, she climbed I, mean, up pole. I gotta, I gotta make it so that you, you understand, you know, it's recognition, right? This, because this came out after, after breaking, I believe. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, so the first one. Actually, it came out. It came out the same year. Was the first one or the second one? Well, according to her bio, they both came out the same year. Breaking one or two. Breaking one and two came out the same year. Did they? Yes, it says 1984. I believe it. I believe it. I have this. I have to look at my DVDs, but yeah, I believe it. I think you're right. I think breaking the first one came out beginning of the year, and the second one came out the end of the year. Yeah, because and, and well, I mean, if you think about it, it's similar to the whole, um, you know, filming film filming movies back to back. Yeah, right. You you have everybody under contract, so you make as many as much stuff as you can, and um, so it came out at the same time. So they were basically doing um, movie recognition, you know, and then. Cause like she was she she wasn't a ballerina in this one, but she was an aerobics instructor. You gotta follow suit, right? So it, it, you know you have to keep her similar to what she was doing before. Yeah. So I'm watching the scene where he's in the pit. There's one, two, three, four. There's six cops around him right now. And of course, the only two brothers on the force get killed at the same time. I'm just going to point that out for a second. (laughs) Hey, and then another fun fact. All the cops, whether white, black, or other, all had the porn star mustaches. Yeah, they had porn stashes. That's true. (laughs) Well, I mean, the the movie... And the ninja had mascara on. There we go. Okay, go ahead. Well, the movie is problematic for various reasons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because like the scene in the gym where i mean because I, I i go to the gym and yeah dudes do check out the girls who are working out but these dudes should have been on a wanted poster and i'm like <laughs> okay now you remember the cop that was in her aerobics class the one yeah, she, the she started dating yeah so he gives her a ride home after she beats up. No, is it before or after? Yes, after she beats up the little thugs in the alley. Right. Because he's I'm a cop, you know, you're under arrest, blah, blah, blah. So um, he gives her a ride home. She starts giving him shit. So he was like, well, you get the hell out of my car. Right. And she, ooh, I like that. That's sexy. And then she gives him some leg. Come on now. <laughs> so the part when the cops, remember, okay, when they did the transfer, when he transferred his soul into her body, she starts seeing all the cops that shot him. Right. There's one sh- cop in the shadows. Right. Randy. And then it comes out that it's That's the dude. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I mean, the voice, the acting is horrible. The action scenes are horrible. Dude, I just had an ep- epiphany. <laughs> this is where Michael Bay got his goddamn ideas from. He yeah. watched canon movies. It he just put awful. explosions with the bad car crashes. There it is. Well, that's actually... Okay, if if I were to assume where he got his inspiration, I would say, yeah, that's probably true. Because the there's no substance to any of this. None. And it's just flash and and it's not even is that really a coherent story? It's just like just a bunch of stuff and a couple of ninja references to keep it um, well- like I said, they started off with the ninja killing people. He possesses her, which that part kind of confused me too because he attacked her first. Right. Just like he was trying to, you know, a, like sexually assault her. Mm-hmm. But then she turns around, and gets away, and runs. And then he calls to her and he, she stops and he's like, you know, take, take my sword. And she yeah, goes she over comes, there. And she comes back. Down in front of, I'm like, really, bro? <laughs> really, bro? Come on. Stop it. Well, Okay, so let's talk for a second about what our heroine was doing 
before this all happened. She's she's a line person for a telephone company. Yeah, she is. And our dad used to do that. Yes, he did. And that's a very stressful job because it's very physical. That perm wouldn't have been like that. <laughs> that, that that perm would have been you. wrecked. <laughs> Typical eighties perm. Mm. Black woman, white woman, and other had that perm in the eighties, bro. That was just the perm to have. And she had she had, she was just she was just, she barely broke a sweat and that perm was on point. So. <laughs> Dude. And then she put the took the helmet off, shook her hair, put the helmet back on, but the helmet wasn't on quite right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all right so he gives her the sword and uh, I think it, yeah it's the night she hooks up with uh, um, cop guy from the first time and the sword basically calls to her from the closet well before we even get to that part, before she even puts it in the closet and goes to her aerobics class, her homegirl is in the room with her. She she gets out her telephone cr- truck. She grabs all her telephone equipment, picks up the sword like it's part of the equipment, and uh-huh. just dollies off into her apartment. I'm like, dude. <laughs> you know, then she gets to aerobic class, and they're doing their little, you know. And let me see. Is it? I don't see any sisters. There was one in the aerobics class, I believe. And all the dudes are checking them out, getting woodies. Yeah. Oh, it's one brother. He's the one that, yeah, he's one of the ones that attacked them outside. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling shenanigans on. on... I'm calling shenanigans. Oh, yeah, one sister. I see her. <laughs> I'm calling shenanigans. And then a stalker-ass cop is out there. See what I'm saying? There's so much wrong with this movie, bro. It is so much wrong with this movie. Well, How do you know that she worked at the uh, damn studio? Okay, but well, the the the, the storyline is paper thin anyway, so they they're not even going to explain how he how he knew that. The fact that when the ninja attacks her, she goes back to him and takes his sword, like she understands what he's saying, right? And it's like, okay, you haven't given me any indication you understand Japanese. Exactly. So the 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 motion he's looks like he's presenting you his sword. Uh-huh. So that's what we're supposed to take away with what she got from him is that here, take this sword. Yeah. Um so she takes the sword, like you said, she takes it home, and of course the 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 wind is blowing through her hair because now the spirit's on it, right? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> She done got Jesus and <laughs> Jesus like that. And uh, so, you know, she she once she has a sword, like you said, she can see all the people that killed the ninja. And the one dude in the shadow. And the one dude in the shadow, right. So and and of course he can see the guy, so she couldn't see the guy. So that 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 part's fine with me. Um so the part where she's in the station. There's no reason for her to be in the station unless she told them, I found this dead ninja over here. Well, that's that's the part, too. They actually found her with the body, and they were questioning her on how she was there. And she was like, I was working. I saw a guy that was hurt when I tried to help him, blah, blah, blah. So she was telling the cops. So they was giving, she was giving a statement. Right. That's but in the police station. But that's another part that's wrong with the script is they didn't show that part. It went from her holding the sword to her, her being in the police station. station. So we're, we're, we're filling in the gaps for them. Yeah. And you, you, the artist should never have to fill in the gaps for the filmmaker. <laughs> okay. Let me ask a brother this. Okay. That damn cop was in there dancing and shaking his ass trying to get her attention. And yes. the four dudes was trying to molest homegirl in the alleyway when she had to go protect them. Yes. He stepped in a, after she whooped their ass. Why the hell he didn't say he was a cop and stopped them big old buff dudes from trying to get at their old girl? Well, when she fought those guys off. Now, okay, let's let's back up a bit. So what happened was she's walking out of the aerobics studio and she sees the four guys messing with one of her friends or one of her students. Yeah. 
and she uh she goes up to them now as she's approaching them there's a crowd of people behind her exactly no none of the dudes bothered to help nobody bothered to help there's like 15 people out there (laughs) it was like why are you all just standing around watching her maybe get assaulted by these guys and you know something else i have a problem with this scene is the fact that the only brother in the whole situation got a bandana tied around his head (laughs) check it bleed bleed. (laughs) bro was on exactly speaking (laughs) and this dudes that was actually working out with them that's standing back there just watching Mm -hmm. i'm like this movie was so horribly written bro it was it was it was like i said this movie was highly prob this this movie was problematic um all of a sudden she's karate lord and she's flipping and kicking dudes in the walls and Flipping well, over. But you can tell. That pe- Man, this movie is horrible. But, okay, so so in playing devil's advocate, you know me, I love playing devil's advocate. Uh, we, we call it horrible now. But when we were kids, this was business. Dude, we weren't allowed to watch action movies like violent <laughs> movies like this when we were kids. So, of course, to see this was like, oh, he cut it with a sword. You know what I'm saying? Man, come on. <laughs> Well, this movie yeah. came out in 84. 84. I was 10. Okay, I was 7. So, the, oh, you know, type stuff. Man, come on. No, we wait, 84. I was 5 when this movie came out. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm but, like, look at the, and the, the part of, okay. So, the movie, just in case, in case, which I know we didn't mention it, the movie takes place in L.A. So, it's the scene after she whoops the dude's asses and stuff, and the cop dude snatches her up. He don't even put her in a patrol car. He's driving in a little a Miata or something, a little tiny little sports car, a convertible sports car. I think it's a Fiero, actually. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> not, not a Fiero. It's, it's, it's a foreign car. Fiero's a Pontiac. Nah, this is not an American car. All right. It's a little tiny two-seater, but, you know, yeah. So... Well, Okay, so he puts her. He okay. Well, for one, he wasn't actually arresting her. He was just getting her away from the scene. The the part that still bothered me the most about that whole section of the movie was the fact that the at least two of the guys that she jumped on outweighed her by a good 100, 100, 150 pounds. Dude, the brother was at least 200 pounds heavier than she was. Right? <laughs> and it's like... He was the biggest one out of all of them. I want to I wanna say you could do it. I kind of doubt Hey, I'm not putting nothing... Pa- I wouldn't fight none of these little small MMA chicks. No, hell so no. I don't put no, nothing past I, no female. I'm cool. You go ahead and be Ninja Karate Girl all you want. No, no, no. Well, that's antics. the thing. and that, That's why, you know, the... What I, it, it's weird to me because it puts you in a weird situ, a weird position. Because you look at this movie and you say there's no way in hell she would have been able to do that. But you then look at Bellator and UFC and you see that, yeah, she probably could have. But this movie is so poorly done that it makes you not believe that's possible. But again, this leads to us having to ask your brother, why as an adult would you go back and watch a movie you watched as a kid? True. Because you always get disappointed. Yeah, well, because, well, like, I, like, like we talked about before we started, we had nothing to Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you even go there. This heifer poured V8 juice down her neck and her chest for this dude to lick off. First V8 time. juice. We're going to edit that part out because you don't want to call a woman a heifer on that. <laughs> oh, this is real life, bro. Do not edit that out. Heifer. I said it and I'll say it again. Uh, <laughs> this nice young lady. Nah, she's a heifer. <laughs> Her. Not all women. Just this one. Mm. So, yeah. She poured V8 juice down and... Uh, you know, hey, you got to use what's there. So, hey. Yeah. Um, but 
So she gets the the sword, mm-hmm. and she's you know she's now now she she goes and she's she's full on I'm a ninja. So she goes to the ninja's cave out in the middle of the desert. Wait, wait. First, she gets the windows blow open and a little mist comes in, and she go grab the sword. And then she goes to the ninja cave. And because she had a video game uh, arcade yes, in her did. apartment. Yes, she did. And the ninja possessed her fully through the video game. See, kids, video games. <laughs> They'll get you every time. Ooh, two makes four. Well, you know what it was, and the first thing I thought about um, when I saw that was that whole uh, satanic panic from the 1980s, mm-hmm. where the 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 toys and the video games, that's how the devil gets you. <laughs> don't give your money to Toys R Us, give it to the church. Give it to the church. <laughs> you don't need no more He-Man. He-Man is the devil. <laughs> Trust me. So, you know, so it, it had that, that whole aspect to it now the so she goes to the the ninja's cave and she gets all of of his gear and she goes to um kill the the first police officer so the i have a question what's up how the hell he sleep through all that damn wind and thunder and lightning in that room it was like two feet from him it it should have been quite noticeable, right? <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. All right. So she goes and kills the first cop, and he um he's in he's he's typical nineteen eighties cop. You know, he's in his boxers playing pool, mm-hmm. and she jumps through the window, full on ninja gear. Um. Oh, and we have to also point out that when she got the ninja sword, her she, okay, so her she already had makeup on on her eyes, but her eyes became just a little bit more pronounced. They did the cat little stud mascara. Right. Man. Like, what are you guys doing there? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't notice that until now. Like your eyes get a little bit more. Okay, all right, never mind. You can't get away with that in Hollywood right now, bro. You cannot. And even even the 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 semblance of you're making her look a little bit more Asian would have so many people on your ass today, man. So, <clears throat> um, so she she goes she kills the first cop. And at the same time, the the I guess you can call him the Exorcist shows up from Japan, mm-hmm. and it's uh, uh what's his name Kashugi, yeah, is the is this character? Um, if you see the movie, he's the uh, guy wearing the eye patch, and he's the star of the original two movies of the series. Right. Well, he has he, he actually has top billing in this movie. That is true because her name comes second. Her name comes second, right? Even but, though she has way more role scenes than he does. She's in ninety-five percent of the movie, so you know. But it's supposed to be a sequel to his movie, so here we are. Um, so he shows up, and of course she's doing her ninja thing. She she kills this. There's she kills this other cop who took these two girls to a spa. Oh yeah, that part right there. Right now. She, she, I, I guess she poisoned him. She had like a needle on her other side of her ring, and she, yeah, right. And then, uh, she does, she slices the other girl across the chest with the ring. Mm. And then the last one, she takes out a wire, wraps it around her neck, and starts to choke her. Now, mind you, they're in a a jacuzzi. So, why are you choking her instead of drowning her? The ninja way. Ninja gonna drown people. You be in the middle of the ocean fighting a ninja. He gonna choke you out above the water and then let your body sink. And then the fact that they were making so much noise, thrashing around, yelling, screaming, somebody in the building should have been like, hey, what's going on in that room? <laughs> but I'm like, you fucking dude on the back, poison or whatever. You scratch the girl across the chest. 
Maybe poison. Mm. I still don't understand that part. But you in a bikini, where you get that wire from? Where'd you get the where'd you pull the wire out of? <laughs> she pulled it out of her prison wallet. She pulled that joker out of her prison wallet. She went to that pool prepared. Uh orange is mm-hmm. black, they say. <laughs> so all right, so the she's she's missing time. She's blacking out. And you know, when she's doing her ninja thing, she blacks out. So they take her to her 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 the cop turned boyfriend takes her to the uh I guess Exorcist. The Exorcist, you know. Yeah, how, I don't remember how he found out she possessed. Well, she the, he they tried to take her to like uh, regular uh, psychiatry, mm. and you know it it didn't do anything. And then the guy suggested because this uh, Khashoggi's character was actually supposedly working with the police mm. already, and so the the guy was like, "Well, he knows a guy that." Um, uh, that they swear by uh, as far as who can help people with, with issues like she's having. Um, fun fact, the guy that they go see is the guy who played Lil Pam and Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, sir. <laughs> you like green-eyed girls. Yeah, he likes green-eyed girls, yes. Um, his name is James Hung. And this guy was in everything. He was in Blade Runner. He was in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. He he actually was in the original Hawaii Five O. Yep. Uh, he was in Wayne's World Two. And he played Mr. Ping in Kung Fu Panda. He's also in Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Yeah. All right. So so they're going to go see him and he's doing his low pan thing. And you know, it it's it's they they're chaining her up like well they're doing like an exorcist, you know, an exorcism, you know. And and so we got to wrap you up because we don't want you you know, karate chopping nobody just the willy-nilly. <laughs> over here trying to get this karate demon at you. Right. Well, okay. So also, fun fact, ninjas don't typically do karate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so she's, the, she's in the exorcism lair. He's, he's getting his, his stuff ready. And, of course, she, uh, you know, he starts to do the thing, and uh, now the air, the wind's blowing, and now she's got her, she's speaking in tongues and <laughs> And they go right back to putting the damn making her eyes a little more pronounced. Right. Yeah. When 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 he gets when it gets really bad, her eyes become more pronounced again. And uh so she's doing her Linda Blair impression. <laughs> and she's because they have her chained, she's able to flip in the air and dude obvious dummy oh yeah definitely oh my god they didn't even try to hide it dude <laughs> definitely yeah definitely definitely a dummy right. um right <laughs> so okay so she they they okay that didn't work right and if nothing else it probably just pissed the ninja off more um now the thing that i found interesting about this movie uh, from a technical standpoint I, I pointed this out before is it's i'm watching it on, on amazon prime and the aspect ratio is i don't know it, it's okay so widescreen normally if, if it's going to do the lines it does the lines across the top and the bottom this one's doing the lines on the sides. Yes. Kind of like if you're filming it with your cell phone straight up instead of um, uh, vertical instead of horizontal. Right? So uh, portrait versus landscape. Mm-hmm. 
And when you do portrait, you get the black lines on either side of the picture. Yeah. It looks like that. And I'm wondering, is that because the movie's so old that it doesn't work if you put it in HD? You know, that that's something that I've always wondered about these older movies because, you know, they re-release them. Yeah. And they tell you they're re-releasing them in high definition. Well, how do you put a high? Well, how do you do high def on a movie that was made in 1984? You're gonna. Well, to answer your question, I just push the button and it says crop to fit, and the movie covers the whole screen. Crop to fit. Uh-huh. It was on a. If you click on the screen where all the little buttons are, it's on a right hand. Are side. you on your computer though? No, I'm on my phone. Okay, I'm on a TV. I'm watching on TV. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, smartphones are the way. (laughs) Right, so, all right, so Khashoggi, all right, so I made a, okay, so I made an error earlier. Khashoggi isn't the one working with the police um, because I'm watching him right now sneak into the precinct. He just killed, he just beat up two cops. He was on the scene when the cops in the corner showed up to pick up the first cop. Yes. But now, right now, he just did a, a awkward spin kick on two, and that ju- that judo chop will mess you up every time. <laughs> Austin Powers uh, swore by it. That's right. So, well, the, there's so many things wrong with this movie. <laughs> so let's let's just go here. So killed cops. Um, we got past the. Second group when he killed the girl and a cop or whatever. Mind you, he's in there with two chicks about to have a good time with them. Ninja girl comes in, walks right between them and starts slobbing him down. Mm-hmm. And they just sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. Again, 84. 2020, they would have put hands on him. But <laughs> go ahead. Moving on. They were well. The other thing is that the kills in this movie, because well, here here's the thing. It is it's a lot like um, it. It goes back to the whole nothing to compare it to, mm-hmm. because if the events of this movie happened in a movie today, it would be so ridiculed and so what the hell is this? Because they're not playing it for laughs. This is actually serious. It, yep. it, it, it's not a comedy. It's not, you know, like today in movies, you acknowledge the absurdity absurdity of what you're doing. You know, kind of like with, with Deadpool, right? I mean, Deadpool acknowledges, okay, see, she's going to do the super, superhero landing. Superhero, right? superhero landing, superhero landing. <laughs> right? And That'd be bad on the knees. <laughs> right? And, uh, but because that's a comedy, he can point out stuff like that, that we would point out too, to ourselves. Like, why, why, why would she jump down like that? You know? <laughs> exactly. But with this movie, it's, it's, it's playing serious. It's meant to be dramatic slash horror. Who thought this was scary? I have no idea. Hey, the ninjas are coming. Right? <laughs> Hey, that's horrifying, bro. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I should finish watching this movie, bro. Uh, Shaking the McCown bed boots. I don't think I'm going to have a trouble sleeping with this one. Exactly. And then another funny part is that she's... Okay, she figures out what's going on. She figures out that when she starts hearing the voices and the wind and stuff, that that's when he takes over and she starts killing folk. Mm-hmm. So she's in her apartment. This starts to happen. She turns the music on and tries to aerobicize her way from being possessed. Right, she's trying to roboticize the demons out. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. She still goes out and starts chopping folks up. So, yeah. So, Khashoggi goes to the coroner's um goes to the coroner's office and gets a body out of the the coroner's office. He takes it into the desert and lo and behold, there's a temple out in the middle of the desert. Now, they're still not giving us a lot of information on these people. So we could assume it's, it's either Buddhist or Shinto. 
you gotta watch the first two movies and they'll tell you exactly what you're asking right now. Right. So if you're if you're like me and you're coming in on this is the only one of the movies you've seen, you're there's so many holes in this, like who put this out here? And you know. Um now the um her name's Christy, the the main character. Mm-hmm. So as this possession goes on, she starts to look older, right? She starts to look worn out and drained and her hair's turning gray and she looks like, you know, like she's having a rough time. Um, but nobody seems to really notice. Well, my question also is that being that she's a ninja chick, nobody ever touches her. Sure. But every time she comes out of her trance or her possession, she's full of bruises. Right. So right. are these the bruises that he got when he was alive that now she's carrying on because he's possessed her? Well, that's the thing that, that that's the other plot hole is she is she's doing her ninja thing. She's pretty much flawless victory through every encounter, but she's getting bruised. So the question is, are the bruises coming from the inside? Are we supposed to assume that? But yet again, potholes. You know. But it, it's 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 the joy of B movies, right? B movies are like if you have to ask these questions, you're in the wrong movie. Dude. Again, this is shit show. <laughs> so after that, she kills another cop after the dancing, trying to Ford hoard off stuff, possession. She kills her. So then her cop boyfriend finds out that it's her. Mm-hmm. Goes to her apartment. She has a black eye from nobody touching her. He pulls a gun on her. She was like, Do you really did it? You know, help me. And this, you know, it's not me. So he tries to arrest her or whatever. And she whoops his ass, takes the sword, and takes off. So our hero, um, we're going to call him Patchy because he has a patch on his eye. Wow. So, <laughs> so Patchy meets her, I think, in a desert. Oh, wait, wait, let me back up. The reason why she kicks his ass because she realizes that he's one of the cops that shot him. Okay. And that's why she turns around and then she has the makeup on her eyes again and she kicks his ass, takes her sword, and she flees. Well, okay, now, before, okay, so before that, though, she goes back to her apartment and it's like poltergeist. There's there's shit coming out of the sinks and the the doors are flying open and the now mind you she's not leaving. She's just hanging out like, well that's weird. <laughs> and I just noticed her only form of transportation is her telephone truck. Right. Daddy was never allowed to keep it twenty four seven. Well no, you take that back to the yard at, at the end exactly. of the shift. You can bring it home if you had to work that late shift again afterwards. Right, lunch, but other than that, you have to take that joker back. She <laughs> well, but you know, it, it's one. It's an yet another one of those. You're you're thinking too much about it. <laughs> Just enjoy the ride. And then the chase scene is him and his little sports car chasing. Tell her he can't take catch a telephone truck in a sports car. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so we get past that. He she gets away. Uh, she goes out into the mountains for whatever reason. Uh, it is a Chinese temple out there or some type of temple. Mm-hmm. So Apache steals a police car. His boots, okay, Buddhist. His Buddhist monks in there because they're training karate. All got the orange garbs on. Okay, so it's a Buddhist mm-hmm. temple. So he goes in there to get, I guess, help, spiritual help or whatever. Ends up um, fighting her. Finds end up running to her fight finds her they end up fighting in some kind of way he pulls the spirit of the ninja dude out of her mm. she's still in her ninja garb but he's back being human and they have a showdown <laughs> ninja we're, flips and kicks and a whole nine or whatever but you're okay we're 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 skipping over probably the dumbest part of the movie <laughs> go ahead give it to him Get all right, it so it's still in the the part where she's in her apartment and all the stuff's flying around and she gets all the spirit stuff. She, okay, she stops, turns on the music, and starts dancing. I mentioned that. 
not two seconds. No, no, no. This is even worse. Not two seconds after all this shit starts flying at her, she gets sucked into the closet like straight poltergeist. Mm. Right? And I'm just like, what? (laughs) I just realized something. So, Patchy shows up to the uh, temple, talks to the, the monks or whatever, go put on his black ninja clothes. Shorty girl shows up in her telephone truck, goes inside, sees uh, the bad ninja's body laying there, and she puts on her ninja garbs and sits there and starts doing some ritual. So it looks like that he used her body as a host in order to for to get back into his body or something like that's what it looks like or patchy took his body to put take the spirit out of her and put it back into the old body so he can kill him which makes sense because yeah that's the when he went into the morgue that's who he took now why they're holding on to that body this long i have no idea so she's at the funeral because she's going to go after those two, I guess they're motorcycle cops because they have the helmets on. Yeah. And uh, so, oh God, this is so 1980s. Um, so I wonder, okay, so this is, I, you know what I think? I think this is Palm Springs. Where, where the where this is taking place? No, it's L.A. because they drove down the street with all the palm trees and stuff. It's L.A. They drove down as one of the streets of South Central. But there's so many, so many desert scenes, though. You don't get to desert that. Well, it, it, it could have been filmed in both places. It yeah. could have been filmed in both places because they never mentioned where they were. True. So it could have been filmed in both places. Yeah. True. But um. Yeah, so now she's she's up in a tree and she's going to shoot arrows at these guys at a cop's funeral. Like nobody's armed. <laughs> and I'm like, these dudes are horrible shots because she's climbing up a tree, they're shooting at her and not hitting shit. Right. Horrible shots. I'm like, who trained you? Well, I mean, it's essentially um What's it called? A uh, stormtrooper aim. <laughs> All right, so that happens. Oh, so we back to the temple park. You but you went back in the movie some. So <clears throat> she starts fighting him in the temple. He about to stab her. Act like going to stab her. The spirit leaves her body and hops back into the OG body. So now this mother, I ain't gonna cuss like that. This cat is fighting a zombie. Right. The zombie throws a. Spirit bomb like he in Dragon Ball Z, and now yeah. all the dudes in the temple are screaming. So he's getting all their energies and possessing them to make them attack Patchy. Okay. So yeah. Oh, Patchy. <laughs> um, it's just really bad. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, oh, so we're at the end of the movie now. So the movie's almost over. Yeah. So, of course, Patchy fights off the, you know, without, he don't want to hurt him, so he's fighting off the, the monks or whatever. Zombie man and went outside, so now he got to chase him down. So that's why I brought up earlier. They get to this elaborate fight scene on the mountains, tops, where they're flipping over rocks and throwing ninja stars and, you know, kicking each other. They both get disarmed, and they're hand-to-hand combat. Mm. So... Oh, girl picks up the sword because it get knocked down by her feet, ironically. <laughs> and she goes over and stabs Zombie Man. And then he does his ninja stance and spins it to the ground and, and that's the end of that. Mm. And that's pretty much how the movie ends. So she's possessed free. Patchy gets to go home and say he killed Zombie Man and that's pretty much how the movie ends. <clears throat> so my questions for this is should she be responsible for the cops she killed? If if it... Well... Because she actually killed the cops. Granted, she was possessed, but if Oz was possessed and I went off and killed a group of people, my black ass would be in jail right now. 
That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, that's but that's the realist realism versus what we have here, because you know, in real life, I was possessed. Our what, what was his? Was it was it Bundy? Ted Bundy? No, the one of them. One of the serial killers said his dog told him to do it. Whoa! And that shit didn't work for him. So I don't know if a ninja possessing my body would work for you. <laughs> well, for me now, but for her, obviously, she's a beautiful, you know, young white girl. She, you know, hey, I was possessed by an Asian guy. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's good racism right there. And, and my thing is, okay, I agree, I get the it's supposed to be a horror part. I get the action, the corny Son of action. Sam is who I was referring to. Huh? Son of Sam was who I was referring to. Oh, okay. So I get all the cheesy karate stuff or whatever and all this stuff going on. So she's unconscious after the spirit leaves or her boyfriend shows up or whatever with his gun drawn, a six shooter drawn and goes and picks her up and she comes out of her unconsciousness and they immediately start tonguing each other down. Like you do. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And after all the stuff this boy been through, all stuff you still running around with your shirt tucked in. I don't understand that. It's gotta I gotta be, be comfortable when I'm running through the desert. I'm sorry. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. You got your little tight little blue jeans on and your tucked in a flannel shirt. Oh, Mr. Man. Policeman. And the thing that gets me also is you're supposed to be a cop, and the only time you got the uniform is on is when you're riding with your partner. Any other time he's by himself, he's always in regular clothes with his little pistol, his little six-shooter. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of those things. Well, the well, that's one of those things you're not supposed to think about, you know, and, and you know, like the name of her... Well, like, she's... Okay, so she... They're at the temple. I'm watching the part where they're at the temple. Mm-hmm. And uh, he comes... She shows up. She's wearing her outfit. And I'm just like, okay, so unless you are intending to confront this guy. Are you sure you should be wearing that coming in here? Because not like she doesn't know, know, know he's there. Oh, okay. Well she doesn't know he's there because he brought the body to the temple. Yeah, he did. And the body, the spirit told her to go there and get my body. Go get my body, pretty much is how that part happened. And he's pretty much ambushed her like, hey, what are you doing here, Ninja Girl? Let's have a conversation. Swords out. Yeah. Well, and also, fun fact, he 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 brought the body in an El Camino. <laughs> hey, don't say nothing about El Caminos. I like El Caminos. I had one. Uh, all right. <laughs> but, you know, but like I said, it's it's the movie was horribly written. The acting was subpar. The action scenes were horrible. Um, The so-called blood and gore was horrible. It was like you could tell they was using the little blood pills and stuff. It's like you get shot with a shotgun and fall back, but then when you land on the ground, now you got a gaping hole in your chest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just horrible, man. It, it, uh... And my thing is, too, okay, you're a ninja. You dodging all this sword play from the other ninja, but this chick running up to you all slow and pokes you and now you're dead. Well, Okay, but she also took on four two hundred pound dudes. So <laughs> she's possessed by him right now. She ain't possessed, but you can run up on an engine and, and poke him, and he ain't supposed to see you. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so again, the movie is called Ninja Three: The Domination, and it's a shit show. It's a shit show. Now, I want to two movies that I would recommend you watch. That are more recent than this that I thought were actually pretty good. Um, one was called uh, Princess Blade, and it, it's uh, basically Yakuza ninjas fighting fighting in the in the future. The other one is called Versus. Uh, Versus was my jam. Versus is what happens when you take Yakuza and Resident Evil. Is oh. the best way I could put it. Okay. So what happens is that, so there's this forest in Japan that is um, 
famous for being like a lot of people commit suicide there. Okay. Is is how it became. Uh, Logan Paul did a thing on it once. Is that the one that got him in the, the one that got him in trouble? Okay. Right. So it it's basically it, they didn't say it was that place, but they were in a forest and there was a lot of supernatural stuff in the forest. So every time somebody died, they would come back as some form of zombie. Um. So and and it it was it was you know it, it was cheesy, but it was pretty it was pretty action-packed and the special effects for what it was were actually pretty good you know so i i check out those two movies if if you if if supernatural martial arts is is your um what you like definitely want to check out versus and princess blade was good too okay i'm gonna definitely check those out yeah check those out all right Ninja Three: The Domination. Ninja Three: The Domination. Don't we we suffered through it, so you don't have to. But again, if you have <laughs> a thing for eighties movies, eighties action movies, and <laughs> action ninja movies type movies or whatever and stuff, it's it's a movie. It's a it's a classic. I'm a, I'm gonna give it to it like that. It may not be a very good classic, but it's a classic. But if you're gonna watch this movie, make sure you watch the first two previous movies enter the ninja and revenge of the ninja before you watch this because this movie makes no sense just watching it you have to watch the other two movies and then it kind of explains why we are where we are even though i don't know how that why the hell the ninja went to la in the first place but hey it is what it is <laughs> <clears throat> and now they're kissing on top of a mountain same, but, um, same yeah. reason why a predator comes to la you know <laughs> well and you know that's that's I think that's something that we can talk about in future episodes is, you know, the 80s style of movie. You know, most of these movies that were pretty legit uh, back then would be considered B movies today. Exactly. That's true. Right. So, and, but there was a certain style to 80s movies. They were very, um, don't worry about the script. Just here's some explosions for you. And they had a script. They just, you know, yeah. Well, they were like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, their scripts were just like two pages longer than porn scripts, actually. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but the, but now you did have some really good movies that came out of the eighties. Yeah, we did. You know, like I, I still watch Less Than Zero. You know that's my movie. That that was that was Robert Downey Jr.'s. That's that's what I knew him from until he became Iron Man. Nah, I like me more so is was um, Weird Science. That's why I remember Robert Downey Jr. for prior to Less Than Zero. He wasn't that, but he wasn't as memorable to me. To me, was. he was a dick, but. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing, but you know, but you, you, you had, uh, you had less than zero. Yeah, weird science. You, of course, you have Ferris Bueller, and then you had all those movies. Well, those movies also had, you know, action movies. Aside from maybe, uh, I don't know. I need to check the budget on Terminator if that was considered a big budget movie. It was. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was a big budget movie. But. You know, and and with the, the 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 robotics and all that stuff that they put into it, with this, right? So you could tell that they put some some time and money into that movie. And by but, no means are we shitting on all eighties movies. Well, no, 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 no. There's a Not lot of eighties action movies. Is this particular yeah. movie? And this is our our you know this is episode one. So we wanted to make sure that episode one. Uh, let you guys know our opinions on a 1984 shit show. <laughs> that's right. pretty much what we're doing. Well, and that's what we're that that's yeah, that's where we're you we're gonna have reviews and talks about shit shows, but we're also gonna have reviews and talks about movies we actually love. Exactly. You know, so so we're actually um, planning on doing uh, a podcast about the Ferris Bueller. Those type of music, the Rob Reiner, um, 
Yeah, the 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 what was his name? Uh, Robert. John Hughes. John Hughes. Dude, John Hughes. John Hughes movies. There you go. And you know, and that that's something that you know I think that a lot of people will get a kick out of getting our impression of of that. Yeah. So that's going to be um, future in the future coming soon. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up right now because I can't stand to watch this movie anymore. He's digging into the ground. Why is he going? Already, I'm past. <laughs> Don't make me relive it. <sighs> All right, so that's it for this episode, everybody. I hope you. We hope you enjoyed. I'm Dragon Wolf Tech. This is Mr. Doja. Sure. And we'll see you next time. And don't forget, man. If in the comments, if you got anything you want to ask a brother, any suggestions on what we should talk about on future podcasts and whatnot, make sure you drop a comment. You know, and like and subscribe and all that good stuff. And we'll holler at y'all later. <laughs>